Welcome to the OPEX Fitness of Concord podcast with your host, Alfred Wilson. Hey guys, Alfred Wilson here with OPEX Fitness of Concord. We are sitting down today with Catherine, Kathleen Thies. She likes to go by Kat. Um, she did a really great interview with us today. Gave us a little bit of her time to just kind of tell her story. I'm going to go ahead and apologize this episode, this episode for the audio on my end. Uh, trying out a new microphone and I don't think I had it set up right. So I apologize for that. You may not get a lot of what I'm saying, but uh, Kat came through great on her microphone. And I think it's a really great story for you guys to hear as she talks through how she got started with fitness, her struggles with um, getting pregnant and even a little bit of parenting and then um, where she's at now in her fitness journey and how things have changed for her over time in a really great way. But I hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks for tuning in and talk to you soon. Later. Rock on. Um, so this is our second episode of the OPEX Fitness Podcast. And we are here with Kat. I'm about to jack up your name. Peace. No, you said it right. Oh, thank you. I was nervous. Like the whole time I was here before we started, I practiced. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm messing up. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> but you are, what are you, 38? I'm 37. 37 years old. Yellow boy. <laughs> I and do. then um, tell me what you do for work. Um, I do sales support. So I basically, I work for Lionel and I set up our items mm-hmm. on retail websites. I also assist in selling die-cast NASCAR cars. That's pretty intense. Um, <clears throat> how long have you been doing that? Not long, since Not you started long. here, basically, right? Eight yeah. months? Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I had another question for you about work, but I forgot what it was. Okay. No big deal. So pretty much what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about you, how you got started, and um, here at OPEX and kind of what your journey in fitness has been. Okay. And then maybe have a few laughs. I don't know. We'll see what happens. If we don't laugh. We've already had a few laughs. Right. Problem solved. We won. We won. (laughs) Winning. Winning. All right. So um, talk about where are you from? Long Island. That's right. That's why you talk the way you do. That's why I talk the way I do. That's why I act the way I do. (laughs) That's why you act the way you do. (laughs) That's why I rap the way I do. Fair warning. Cat loves hip hop. Cat loves hip hop. She's a thug. <laughs> the whitest thug. <laughs> the whitest, <laughs> the whitest thug. Um, cool. So from here, how long have you been in North Carolina? Um, almost fourteen years. So you're basically from here. No. Yeah. It's only that's not even half my life. Right, you're really bad at math. Super bad at math. Yeah. Either way. All right. So. When did your, get right into it, when did your kind of journey in fitness, health, exercise start? Like seven years ago. Cool, how? I wanted to have a baby. And I wanted to be super healthy, you know, create a super healthy shell Mm -hmm. for said talked about baby. So I quit smoking. I lost 30 pounds. I worked out a lot. A lot of cardio. And I just, I maintained that. 
Mm -hmm. um, didn't really know much about building muscle, didn't care much about it and put thought into it. I was just healthy and, I don't know, thinner. I'm going to move this a little closer to you, just so it picks up a little bit more. So don't do that. Um, and then, you know, said baby didn't happen. And then infertility happened. And then infertility drugs happened. Infertility drugs make you gain a lot of weight. Um, and then finally, baby happened. And then a lot of pregnancy restrictions caused me to gain 100 pounds while pregnant. So I was 290 pounds a day, gave birth to my son. That was a big deal. Um, which also made, you know, labor really hard. And um, made recovering from the emergency C-section really hard. <laughs> and um, it took about a year for me to get my head back into the mindset of wanting to be healthier. I knew how to do it. I did it once before. Mm -hmm. um, so I knew how to eat. So July 9th of 2018, I started and I put all my force into it. And between July 9th and September 28th of 2018, I lost 40 pounds by controlling my food. Um, but then I just had a bunch of extra skin, right? Going to the gym sometimes, didn't really know what to do, so I was super discouraged, then I didn't go. Now I'm just paying for a gym membership that I'm not using, and I don't know. Made up a whole lot of excuses, don't have time. I work full time, I have a kid. And I knew I needed help learning what to do in the gym. Mm -hmm. So I just started Googling personal trainers in Concord. Um, and then, you know, once you start Googling stuff on your phone, just, you know, random sponsor stuff starts popping up in your social medias. <laughs> <laughs> so OPEX popped up in my Instagram. And then so I messaged you and that was in, I think, like, like a year ago. Yeah, yeah, it was in the middle of all that. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't even come until well, November. November 12th was my first day here. Yeah. Oh, so that was a great summary, and now we're going to kind of dig into each of those pieces if you're cool. Yeah. So seven years ago, mm -hmm. you lost 30 pounds because you wanted to create a really good show for your baby. Yeah. Right? What was that like? How'd you start that? Was it really just... That was fun. Okay, I'm just in the gym and I'm just... Yeah, it was yeah. fun. I had a good time with it. Okay, what'd you do? What'd you kind of dabble into? You I just like... did circuit training. Okay. Just a lot of circuit training. Cool. Was it like a class or... No. no. I did... Um, I used to be really into the elliptical. Mm -hmm. Like it was a super big deal for me and I would stay on the elliptical for like an hour I don't know why I'd be on the elliptical for an hour and then I would circuit train for an hour so I was usually in the gym for about two hours oh wow yeah that's about how long you're in here now yeah <laughs> not, not much has changed there right? no mm -mm. Cool. so you did the circuit training you lost 30 pounds how was your diet back then better I didn't cheat mm -hmm. <laughs> I did not Pre-feed? Is it refeed? Refeed? No, I didn't. Um, it was easier to do it back then. You know, I had this whole big purpose in front of me. Yeah. Not that I don't now, but it's just different. 
it's different now. Okay. And so you did the gym, you lost the 30 pounds. Was that a requirement before you could? No. Okay. That was just what I wanted to do. I quit smoking and I lost weight. And then when you tried to have the baby, that was unsuccessful? That was not successful. So by the time I, after about two years into trying to have a baby, I met with a reproductive endocrinologist at REACH. And at that point, um, luckily, I did focus so much on my health and fitness before I got there, mm-hmm. because your BMI, for this doctor, your BMI had to be under a specific amount. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was right where he needed me to be for it. So that worked out, because yeah. I wasn't where he needed me to be beforehand. Mm-hmm. So that, um, but yeah, otherwise there would have been some restrictions. And then what kind of, well, how long did it take you to get pregnant? I mean, you talked about it a little bit before, but what was that? As a whole? Yeah. Oh. Um, I started in 2013. Mm-hmm. He is going to be three. Started in early 2013, 2012. Tried on our own for a year, didn't happen end of 2013 into 2014 started taking mild fertility drugs Mm -hmm. um lost a baby took a break right back into mild fertility drugs wasn't working the end of that year took a break beginning of 2015 is when we sought out reach Mm -hmm. We didn't start our IVF process until the summer of 2015. Yeah. Wow. Um, We started, we did our stims in the summer. I've given myself plenty of shots in public bathrooms. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don't mind me. Learn to do what you do. (laughs) Yeah. and then we did our first transfer in September of 2015, and um, I lost that baby. And then we got right back into it. And my last living embryo, I transferred on January 5th of 2016, and he is a very spirited, sassy, almost three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Who talks really well. Who talks very talks well. Some adults, I think. Must be all those IVF drugs. Uh, yes. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. So you had, yeah. you had him and you said once, what kind of restrictions did they give you during your pregnancy? Um, so, no. So at first, like, it wasn't, it was more restrictions on myself because to back up during my first transfer, I went right back into exercise because it's what I knew to do. Mm-hmm. I knew to keep, just stay healthy. Yeah. Um, and I lost that baby. So I had to place blame on something, right? Because right. that's just hu- it's human nature. It's what I did. Um, so I blamed it on the fact that I worked out a couple of days after, and I continued to eat healthier and work out and focus on that. And um, while that's not rational, that's where my head was at. So um, when I had my transfer in January, um, I didn't leave my couch for a week. And I was afraid to work out. To even move. Yeah, I was afraid to breathe, honestly. Um, as irrational as this is going to sound, even in the shower with the water hitting my belly, I was afraid that the sound it was going to like 
hurt my baby. Like, and I know that sounds crazy, but um, yeah, I was just, I was in my own head. It was a really rough pregnancy. And then um, I started bleeding very early on in my pregnancy. I developed SCH, which I don't, something, I don't remember what it stands for, but it's basically where the cells start detaching from the placenta, um, which is very common but only about 5% of women actually lose their pregnancies through this condition. Um, but here I am with this freaking condition after all this crap, right? So um, I, I bled in my pregnancy until probably about 35 weeks. So because of that, I was on and off of bed rest. I was basically allowed to go to work. I wasn't allowed to like take a, I wasn't allowed to briskly walk or anything. And my baby liked carbs. Um, he still does. He has a sweet tooth. I don't. He does. I had one when I was pregnant. Um, <laughs> so I gained a lot of weight. I gained 100 pounds pregnant. So where I'm at now is about where I was when I started my IVF. Awesome. And once you had them, you just basically, you didn't do the exercise, but you just went right into let me just eat really good food right after I had him yeah. no. no I was surviving a newborn yeah, no I was trying to figure it out yeah, like dropping insane. spaghetti and meatballs on him while he's eating and I'm eating like I don't even remember honestly like the first three months of that yeah like no had to live life yeah, with a don't newborn die, child. Be, be yeah. okay we're gonna be okay we're gonna make it you're gonna make it. gonna make it um yeah no we <laughs> sold our house in the middle of having a baby and like yeah. no it was like there was no focus on eating well. I was surviving. Well, that's what you do when you're trying to like <laughs> do something impossible, add more stuff to it. Yeah, no, yeah. I couldn't. I mean, once, I think that winter I dabbled a little bit. We sold our house, we moved to an apartment complex. So there was a gym there. And when my husband came home from work at night, I would go to the gym and I tried here and there, but it, like I had no motivation for it. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was hard to do on my own. I wasn't really getting anywhere with it. Yeah. So what you did, because you, you did drop 40 pounds before you ever came to us through your food, right? Mm -hmm. So what was your strategy for that? Like, what did you do? I just know how to eat clean. You know what clean food is. I just know what clean food is. Okay. I just know how to do it. So, so really, I'm just going to eat clean food. And knock out all dairy, knock out all unprocessed. No, I just. Cool. So no processed food, no dairy, meat, vegetables. Kill it. Awesome. Meal prep. Yeah. And um, so meal prep, how'd you do that with the baby? Every Sunday. Yeah? Did your husband yeah. help out? It was hard. Well, yeah, because he would stay with the baby who kept coming to the kitchen who only wanted mommy who he hadn't seen all week. It was it's hard. Yeah. So um, I would spend a really long time in the kitchen on Sundays meal prepping for the whole week. And not just meal prepping for, like, my lunches, but meal prepping for our dinners, too, to make that easier for us when we walked in the door home from work because like, that was never easy. Um, so m meal prepping is not the easiest thing to do, but if you want to be successful in what you're doing, it's the only thing you can do. Yeah. You have to have some sort of plan. You have to. Yeah. Awesome. Um, cool. So fast forward a little bit to November 16th. Well, let's go back to July. You called me. I did. And I was not in yet we were not open. We no, were you're looking. in Kannapolis. Yep, we were looking to open. And um, you called me, asked me a bunch of questions, and said, okay, I can't start right now. Mm -hmm. And that basically 
Yeah. You got off this one. I think you were looking for different work at the time. I don't remember. I, yeah, I was not in a good situation at work. I knew I needed to leave there. That took a long time. God, that took a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, that and like, it was just a lot going on and I was just trying to throw this into the mix too. Mm-hmm. I tend to just put too much on my plate and then I get overwhelmed and it boils over. <laughs> right. So, um, but it was in my back pocket at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, you emailed me the information. Yeah. It was in my back pocket. Um, so the seed was planted. Yeah, absolutely. And I knew it was there. Yeah. So. And then come November, you did call us, you called us back. Mm-hmm. Like my rock and roll, the schedule for you to come in for your consult. So, what did you think when you first came in? Um, I knew it was for me. Yeah. It was exactly what I was looking for. I knew that I needed to be educated on how to work out. I didn't know what that meant at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, the only words I could use was, hey, I need someone to educate me on how to be in the gym, on what I need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, what I didn't realize is that it needed to be tailored to me and my strengths and my abilities and what I'm capable of doing. And my lifestyle and what works for me. Yeah. I don't always have to force these things in. Cool. So. And what was your big goal coming in? Because we talked about this before. You said when you came in, you had, you had a certain goal, and that's kind of shifted over time. What was your big goal coming in here when you first came into that concept? Um, I think I just wanted to lose more weight. I don't know that I really had a number on it, but like I just wanted to keep going with that weight loss. Yeah. It didn't really occur to me to burn fat and build muscle and lean out and um, it did really and still do want to do a push up from the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not sure when that's going to happen, but I am stronger. Yeah. Um, but none of those things occurred to me. Those are things that I learned being here. So as I've been here since November, just my goals have changed. Yeah. Awesome. Now. And we're going to get into that in a minute. Um, so you did the consult. We talked about it. You, you were on board. And then the next part, you know, we take you through our three-day assessment. What was that like for you? I don't really ask you this before. I should ask this. Um, it was hard. Yeah? Because yeah. I think my, I, my body was challenged in ways that it's never been challenged. Yeah. In movements, it's probably never seen, honestly. Was um, there anything that you were like, man... I can't believe how difficult this is. Squats. Yeah. Lunges. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, if I went to the gym by myself and I thought about doing a squat, I would do it. I'd probably do a couple more to not look so dumb in front of the people that are standing around, and then I'd just walk away like, I'm not doing that again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming back to that. No, that was not doing it. No. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But here I'm held more accountable. How, How so? How do you think you hold your account? Um, for me personally, right. um, I just don't like to disappoint. You know, if if you see that I'm capable of doing this, mm-hmm. you give me this program, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to try to do it. If I'm not doing it right, you see I'm not doing it right, you're going to teach me how to do it right. So that's what you came here for. That's what I came here for. Yeah. I and I didn't know it, actually. I didn't know that's why I was coming here. <laughs> I remember the first squash you did, and... And I describe it as like your body just kind of folding in on itself. <laughs> in the bottom of the squat, like your knees caved in, 
your shoulders kind of rolled like over. magnetic tiles yeah the only thing that went like up was your head your head popped up <laughs> like a turtle yeah <laughs> and then you came out of it and i was like all right here we go but you worked through and i remember that and i remember putting you on the swanson and you were just scared yeah, that thing was a little scary. That thing freaked you out. It did, and it just what, like a foot and a half off the ground? <laughs> yeah, I even like created something completely different to get you used to it with, with the uh, yeah with the barbell and the bench, just mm-hmm. an alternative. So I was like, man, she's just really scared. I was scared of that thing. But now you do it all the time, so it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, you get a bunch of different wins in here. Yeah, I do. But what about since then, other than all the stuff that you're now capable of doing, um, what's changed about your goals? Um, I don't really know. I think they're just in the process of changing, if that makes sense. It does. Like, I feel like I'm right in the, in the thick of that. Yeah? Like, I'm really focused on, like, leaning out mm-hmm. right now. Okay. And I'm, I'm watching it happen. So, so I'm super involved in that right now. So specifically, like, looking to gain more lean muscle mm-hmm. and dropping, continuing to drop body fat. You know? Yes. And strategies to kind of do that. Yeah. yeah. We talked about some of and that. And it's a slow process, and that, that's me learning how to have patience. I didn't, I didn't expect that to be such a slow process, mm-hmm. but it is a slow process. Mm-hmm. And for me right now, that's what my body is doing. It's just... And I think it's good to know that it takes, um, they're, they're really different, right? So dropping body fat and gaining lean mass, both of those things for almost everybody, they're all unnatural things to do. Like they're not really generally meant to, right? meant to hold a certain amount at any point in time. When you challenge your body and you ask it to do that, it'll do it, but because it's unnatural, it's almost, it's a fight. Yeah. So it's like, right, I gotta kind of go through it and push a little bit to be able to do this stuff. And Leaning out is a much slower process. Or gaining lean mass, which you're talking about, is a much slower process than that. But I feel like before having a baby, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier. Oh, I could imagine. I've never had a baby, obviously. I didn't pay attention to doing that before I had a baby. Yeah. But I can tell you that my body at 195 pounds was a lot different before I had a baby than it is today at 195 pounds. Like, a lot a lot harder to put things back together after that and that's not for everybody some people have super healthy pregnancies they can work out and do all those awesome things while pregnant some camp god bless you (laughs) god bless you (laughs) good on you yeah um so cool so you're right in the middle of it yeah just really understanding like okay what is what does all this mean for me you're pretty fired up about being able to get push-ups yeah, like I really big, want to do a push-up. That's a big physical goal for you. Mm-hmm. As far as being able to do stuff, we're working through that. Yeah. Good days, bad days there. That's also a struggle, right? Yeah, it's a struggle. Because yeah. that ties into your entire your entire goal. I mean, when I walked in here on November 12th, I had no upper body strength. Mm-hmm. None whatsoever. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't row a 15-pound dumbbell. Mm-hmm. Now I row 35-pound dumbbells. That's a that's huge. Yeah. So I'm getting there. Yeah, it's coming. Um, so last kind of thing, and then I'm just gonna mess around for a few minutes. Um, you talked about you have a large purpose when 
you wanted to have a baby. So if I want to have a baby, these are the things I need to do to be able to have a baby. I imagine it's kind of how that conversation went. I need to quit smoking. I need to exercise more. I need to eat better. Yeah. Um, so what's your big purpose now? You know, that was, that was the hard, that's what made it so difficult for me to get back into it. Mm-hmm. For me, a baby was just it for me. Yeah. That was my purpose for everything, for quitting smoking, for getting healthy, for working out. Once I had my baby, Right. I, I don't know, like, at, I couldn't, I don't know, I couldn't find that fire anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and as I'm getting more into it, I'm, for me now today, as I sit here, for me it's a positive environment. Um, it's a, it's a toxin-free environment. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, just good people, good mindsets. Mm-hmm. Um, and that filters through in my home. It filters through to my son. So what I do, he does. Um, so he knows that I come to the gym. Sometimes every once in a blue moon he comes with me and he mimics me and he likes to do stuff with me. And that excites me. Yeah. I want him to eat healthy. I want him to know that it's important to stay healthy. So I think that's just another one of my goals that have just kind of come up along the way. Yeah. Just be a really good example. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, and I didn't realize that that's, you know, was yeah. going to be a thing, mm-hmm. um, but it is. So he sees me being healthy and working out and around good people. He's going to want to be healthy and work out and be around good people. That's important. Yeah. Seems like a pretty big deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Anything you want to say to people that are maybe thinking about starting an exercise or cleaning up their food or any advice to them? As somebody that's just kind of been, is right in the middle of it, like you said. I don't know. You just got to take it one day at a time and do what works for you. I don't, um, I don't mind the whole cheat meal thing, Mm -hmm. Um, but I just feel like when it comes down to like something has to change, the, the cheat meals have to go. Yeah. They're they can come back sometime later in life. Yeah. That's where that's where it was for me, right? Like, I just got to a point where like this is ridiculous. I need to do something. My body is not okay right now. Mm-hmm. I need to handle this. Um, I think that there's probably a lot of people out there like that, yeah. and it's hard for them, you know, to just walk past the food, put the food down, right. eat healthier, or drink their water. They have to flavor their water. Flavored water is no longer water. Right. Just FYI. Um, the moment that you start putting fresh fruit into your water, it is no longer water. I don't care if it's fresh fruit or not. Um, just little things like that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Just do what you got to do to get yourself healthy, even if you don't like doing it in the moment. It's not forever. Let it be a temporary thing. And you were you were kind of like that in the beginning, like ah, this wasn't really your jam. But now you kind of now you're into it. You're moving some weight. 
yeah, I didn't love working out at first. Yeah. Like, it wasn't my favorite thing. I can control my food. I'm one of those people. I can control my food. Yeah. But I didn't love coming to the gym and working out. Yeah. Now I'm over here, like, rowing and deadlifting, and I love it. And you're squatting with a bar on your back. I'm squatting with a bar on my back. How freaking about it. Yeah. You get your, your head still goes up. My head still goes up like a little turtle. <laughs> We're working through it, though. A snapper turtle. Yeah, a snapper turtle. We're working through it, though, and it'll, it'll get better. But all right, big dog, that's it for it. It wasn't that bad, right? It wasn't that bad. Yeah, just a conversation. This was good. Um, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. You got to get out of here. I, I do. I have to go eat lunch. Yep, and I'll talk to you later, yeah? Yeah. Peace.